Hey everyone, and welcome back to Tivating Patiently, the appreciation podcast that highlights, dives deeper, and celebrates the work and accomplishments of our Tony-winning national treasure, Aaron Tivate. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and today's episode is another little milestone for the podcast. Tomorrow, June 23rd, will mark one year since the first episode dropped for the podcast. So I wanted to make today's episode a little bit of a reflective one on this past year. The idea of a podcast started off simply as a result of an information overload. I was coming off of seeing Moulin Rouge and I had taken the deep plunge down into the rabbit hole of Aaron Tivate content. I was learning and hearing so much and I had no place to talk about it for that information to go. And I didn't want to be constantly posting on socials and my husband certainly wasn't interested in Aaron and musicals being the only thing that I talked about. So I had the idea of starting a podcast because even if I was just talking to myself through a microphone, I was creating a place to share a topic that I'd become so passionate about and interested in. I knew absolutely nothing about podcasting. Sure, I've listened to them, but all the details of how to record, edit, add audios, where to record it, how to publish it, etc., I knew nothing. And each step that I figured out on my own and through the help of YouTube made me feel more confident and excited. The same goes for social media. I was never one to make videos, knew nothing about anything creatively, but I learned and I've realized how much I actually do love creating content and having a creative outlet. It brings me so much joy to come up with ideas and figure out how to execute them. And I also have a solid group of friends from this little community to bounce ideas off of and turn to for feedback. Talking and sharing my thoughts publicly does not come naturally to me. I feel like I'm much more comfortable being in the role of a listener. Yet, I feel like I can credit Aaron for pushing me out of my comfort zone. He has brought me out of my shell in so many ways, from starting a podcast to creating videos to traveling to New York City solo for Moulin Rouge to putting myself out there at his shows and concerts to talk to others around me when in the past I'd just wait quietly off to the side. Just from talking to others in this little to vape community, I feel like Aaron has pushed a lot of us out of our comfort zones in ways that we didn't even realize we needed. And just like I said at the start of the episode, the goal of this podcast is to highlight, dive deeper, and celebrate Aaron and his almost two decades of work. That being said, I've tried to focus each episode on various projects or topics and include interviews and audio of Aaron talking about these topics in his own words, while also sharing my opinions and perspectives. And some of my favorite episodes this past year have been the ones where I've had the opportunity to hear from other members of the Tivate community. I've loved the Aaron story episodes. It was so much fun to hear what started everyone on their journey to Aaron Tivate. Les Miserables, that was definitely the most common starting point. So was the now infamous opt-up video. My personal favorite starting point was actually Christina's story where she shared that she saw Aaron while he was on his tour in California with Hairspray. She saw him at the very start and it blew my mind that 
that had to have been so cool like to not even realize what you were actually witnessing at the time just having someone else to converse with for podcast episodes always added such a fun element and i've joked with one of my now besties jill that you can literally hear the evolution of our friendship on the podcast we first spoke after the Kane concert, and listening back now, it's clear that that was our first time really talking. <laughs> like, we're very to the point, simple answers to the questions. We also talked throughout Aaron's 12-week run at Moulin Rouge, and by the time we talked on the podcast about his 4-9 final show, it was just like catching up with a, with a girlfriend, and I love it. That also goes for episodes that had my ride-or-die Emily on them. She was in my DMs like two days after I first started the Instagram account, and we've talked every day since. I know I have said this multiple times in the past, but the friendships made through this community are truly magical, and thinking that many of these friendships are less than a year old is mind-blowing to me because I cannot imagine life before them or without them now. When I started the podcast, Aaron had been out of Moulin Rouge for over a month. He'd gone into hibernation, we were not seeing him on any social medias, and had no idea of the projects that would be coming up for him. The idea of him returning to Moulin Rouge wasn't on anyone's radar, I don't think. And then it happened, and how wonderful life was for those 12 weeks, and being able to recap shows on the podcast brought so much joy. I mean, it's live theater and every show during those 12 weeks, it had something so special to it to make it unique. However, aside from Aaron's return show back on January 17th and his See You Later show on April 9th, Saul's final show on February 5th was probably my favorite one. It was full of so many emotions and so bittersweet that Aaron was there to send Saw off just as Saul had sent off Aaron back on May 8th. The best moment of the show was at the end of Backstage Romance when Aaron broke from his backbend on the ground and walked up the risers to wave his hands over Saul. Saul had just done this to Aaron on his January 17th show, and Saul had also done this to other cast members on their final shows, so seeing Aaron return the motion to him and watch the two of them break and hug was everything, and a moment I know that I will never forget. I remember when Aaron was walking back down to get into his position, Saul and Ashley looked at each other and blew a kiss. It was just an all-around special night. So, just for the sake of memory, here's Aaron's send-off speech to Saul because it just deserves to be shared again. Yours for many years before I met you on the show, um, you are an artist, uh, a partner, a father, a director, a DJ, a writer. Uh, I saw you as an elephant that was tremendously convincing. Um, and you're also to lose the track, and you have been the beating heart of our bohemian spirit in this show since the very beginning. about seven months ago. I never imagined that I'd be getting to return the favor. So thank you for everything. And you really, uh, this is what it's like to work with Sa, okay? It's wonderful to see Sa work with Sa. But this, as soon as the show starts, you don't see Sa anymore. You see Toulouse the Trek. And so I wait downstairs after I lift the sign, and he comes in, and he just 
yells at me that Christian is coming to the Moulin Rouge tonight, and we run upstairs and come in the show. So, uh, so you can kind of imagine what that's like. But, but that's what you bring to the show and brings your artistry. And I've learned so much from you. Thank you so much. I mean, honestly, life just feels different since Aaron left the Rouge. I've had this conversation with a few friends, but it feels like a piece is missing without Aaron and something to look forward to, like trips to Moulin Rouge or just getting together with friends, just just the something to look forward to, to break the, the day-to-day, daily grind, just that chance to reset, recharge, reconnect. There was something so exciting about staying up way too late, looking for videos or audios of shows each night, and looking on SeatGeek almost daily for seats and ticket prices to see if we could swing a trip. A friend and I even joked about how if we entered the Lucky Seat Lottery for a weekend show, we would not make any plans for that weekend until we knew whether or not we'd won the lottery. Call me crazy if you want to, but I have a feeling that I'm not the only one who did that during Aaron's 12-week run. And now that piece that was so much fun isn't there, and I, I can't even describe how much I miss it. One thing I do know for certain is that if and when Aaron returns to the Rouge, a ticket to his final snob is a must. I feel like he started a trend now of combining chandelier into his Roxanne on his final snob, and to quote Hamilton, if he does it again, I'd like to be in the room where it happens. now I'm just in the fields talking about Aaron and Moulin Rouge and his time as Christian. I, I miss it all so much. And even though it's in the works to see the show again soon and see the tour, I know that while it will still be so special to be back in the Al Hirschfeld Theater, it won't be the same. And I'm just holding on to Eric's last words that at the Moulin Rouge, it's never goodbye. It's been one year since the first episode of this podcast, and today's episode is number 50. And that seems crazy. There's so many goals and plans and ideas for the future, and I hope to continue to develop and keep putting out meaningful episodes. I just really want to say a heartfelt thank you to each and every one of you who listens to the podcast. Whether you've been here since the beginning or you've recently started listening, Thank you. It really does mean more than you know. So on that note, thank you so much for listening today and for continuing to support this podcast as it now moves into year two. And if you're looking for more fun Aaron content, 
follow along on Instagram at Tivating underscore patiently or on TikTok at Tivating patiently, no underscore, and hope to have you back here for episode 51.